Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Pick You. Thank you so much for your patience with this episode. It's definitely, I feel like kind of like a heavier subject. Um, But yeah, I had a terrible time with recording the other day. Um, So I'm just now getting around to re-recording it. It is 10.34 at night. Um, For those of you who have been following along with the podcast since the beginning, you know that I am a mother, so I did have to get my son to sleep before I could re-record on this podcast. So for those of you who have been waiting since yesterday, I appreciate all the patience with me getting this episode out. Um, What I wanted to talk about today was authentic love versus loving from your ego. So I recently watched a interview um, with Lauren London and Angie Martinez, and I will have the link to that video linked below. Um, But I came across it and I had never heard of authentic love or or ego love or loving from your ego sorry um but I'd never heard of that before until I'd watched that interview and after watching that I actually really kind of dug into it a little bit more kind of just to understand it because it's something that really caught my attention um as far as kind of wanting to learn what it is if it's something that affected me you know because I am on this healing journey still and kind of trying to find my footing and you know ultimately trying to see am I the problem in these relationships or am I well I know there's things that I need to fix but really trying to better myself in all aspects so I felt like this was something that could potentially help better me so I decided to dig a little bit more into it and I'm super excited to kind of talk to you guys today about what authentic love versus loving from your ego is um, and kind of talk about my experiences with that because I didn't realize how deeply that's actually affected quite a few of my relationships and I think now that I know about this and that something like this exists and something that I actually need to work on that I didn't know beforehand I think that will help me as far as healing and also in any other relationships I decide to proceed with in the future so with that being said we can jump into this week's episode so to start I want to talk about what authentic love is and what that looks like so I did take some notes from everything that I was kind of looking up when I was trying to decipher what everything was and what this was so um, based on my understanding of authentic love it is loving your partner as a person so not loving them for what they can do for you but loving them for them. Um, Authentic love is also accepting your partner's flaws as well as how they decide to express themselves. 
and it's also understanding that you both have mutual needs and that both people's needs need to be met. I also noted that authentic love is supporting your partner in them trying to reach their highest self as well as you trying to elevate your partner to their higher self. Um, and then communicating clearly and with intention. So being very intentional with your words when you're communicating with your partner. And lastly, something that I thought was really important um, was understanding your own triggers within the relationship and apologizing for them when you notice them as well as taking responsibility for your triggers. So instead of just apologizing for it and moving on, it's also only up to those triggers and noting that you have an issue or you have triggers that you need to work on. So those are some things that can be forms of authentic love. Um, and then when it comes to loving um, from your ego or loving or having like ego love, um, I noted that it's stated that it's you loving the person based on how they make you feel. So not necessarily loving them for them, but loving them for how they make you feel. Um, it's also like attempting to fix, control, or change that person. Um, you can also project unhealed traumas and insecurities onto that person as well as in your relationship. And then this kind of ties back to um, understanding that you guys have both mutual needs um, with that ego love or loving out of your ego you want that person to meet your needs right then and there regardless of if it's not mutual and it's not meeting both of your needs as long as your need, needs are met that is you loving out of your ego um, as well as you want that person to be a version of themselves that makes you comfortable so that could be like if you were embarrassed of your partner um, and you wanted them to change how they normally dress so they didn't embarrass you like that's not you loving them for them you are wanting them to become a version of themselves that best suits your narrative and what looks good for you and what would benefit you so that's loving someone out of your ego and you know this is a little bit difficult for me to talk about to kind of get this personal into my life with you guys but I think that sharing my story will kind of help you guys and will hopefully show you guys a lesson or teach you guys something at least from knowing a little bit about my story kind of with this authentic love and loving out of your ego um, so to start off with i was in a five-year relationship with my son's dad since we were in high school and at first that love was really like authentic love it was pure love um and I don't know, at some point, um, after having my kid, I really was not 
the best version of myself at all. I was not really taking care of myself. I was unfit. I was unhappy. Um, I kind of just played like this poor, poor me card, like self-pity card. And I just was not in the best mind state. And I kind of started to sink into not necessarily depression, but I really just was not happy with this version of myself. And I was starting to not be happy with where I was in life and where I thought I was going. And, you know, my life wasn't going how I pictured for my family yet. And so then I ended up going through with the surgery that actually helped me lose a lot of weight. And I think at that point, that was a really big turning point in my relationship because once I went back to school and I started to lose weight and take better care of myself and you know get ready a lot more and actually like put pride into like how I dress and not to say that I didn't beforehand but I wasn't as confident as I was becoming during that time and I think with all of those things changing for me like me losing weight and becoming more confident and me also being just excited to be back in school I think at some point I felt like I was better than my kid's dad because he wasn't pursuing school or he wasn't like meeting the standards that I thought he could meet or that I was setting for him and that was very shallow of me I've grown a lot since then again I'm just showing or sharing this experience so hopefully there's some lesson to be learned here but at some point I I feel like I did think that way or I thought that, you know, gosh, like, why isn't this dude going to school? Like, I'm busting my ass off. Like, the dude's supposed to provide for me and X, Y, and Z. And I feel like I just started to kind of get bitter towards him. And I then did feel like I started to be in my ego when it came to showing love. Because it's not that I didn't love him. It's just the way I was going about showing it and where it was coming from was not healthy because like I had stated um, when I was going over what kind of ego love was or loving from your ego, you want them to be this version that best suits you and that's what I was really pushing with him. I wanted him to go to school. I wanted him to look a certain way, dress a certain way, act a certain way because I wanted it to benefit me. I, in all honesty was thinking like he just didn't fit what I don't know just didn't fit how I thought my life should look and I really really was pushing him to become this version of himself that at the time I thought like wow this shows that I love this man because I want him to do better I want him to go to school but it was really for selfish reasons it was not because I wanted it you know, for him, it's because I wanted it for myself and my family. So that was me kind of loving him from my ego and being in my ego. And then, you know, after that relationship, I ended up being in one where it was the complete opposite. It was 
nothing but pure, authentic, genuine love, like where this person always thought about, you know, our fitness and our routine and making sure I was on top of it with school. Like it really was us pushing one another to be the best versions of ourselves. And I feel like that's something that we even would text in the morning time, um, me and this person. You know, we'd always text each other like, let's let's grind, you know, let's knock today out type, type just like motivate, we motivated each other. Um, and it was good, like we really were like purely, like had pure love and intention for each other. Um, you know, until we didn't. So towards the end of that relationship, a situation took place where I felt like my trust was betrayed and I was very embarrassed about the situation. And I felt like when I had tried to communicate how I felt that it was just overlooked. And so I did feel very hurt by that. And I feel like that put me back in that space, not necessarily even like that ego love or loving from my ego, but it put me in a very defensive mechanism place where because I felt like my trust was betrayed and because I felt like this person hurt me, I really held on to that. And I didn't let it go because I'm sure the situation could have been talked over and whatnot but I was just so defensive and I didn't realize it at that time but that was probably like past relationship traumas which is something that comes with loving out of your ego and being in your ego is you're projecting those past traumas and insecurities into your new relationship or into a friendship, whatever type of connection you're making with somebody. Um, and that's what I was doing. And ultimately, like, that is what ended that relationship. As much love that we had for each other, I went back into that state of, you know, panic and defense and, like, put these walls up because, you know, my I felt like my feelings were hurt and I wasn't being heard. And... It sucks because I wish I had known what authentic love was and what being in your ego was and what that meant because after reading over the list, as much as I would hate or as much as I do hate to admit it, I am in my ego and it's something that clearly I need to work on because I didn't realize that that was a problem or that that could cause problems in relationships that I may be trying to pursue in the future and something that kind of pushed me to that or to look for different ways of healing is after I went to that Drake concert I I thought that the universe was sending me all of these cosmic signs that me and a person were supposed to work things out and I thought that if I could pull off this crazy thing where I could find them and you know it'd be like some fairy tale happily ever after shit at the Drake concert where 
I don't know. We would just see each other and it would just, I don't know, be okay and we could fix shit and talk about it. And it was not. <laughs> it was not that at all. I was surely fucking humbled. Um, I was low-key kind of pissed too because I felt like, why? Like, why did the universe send me these signs and you know, show me all of these things and was constantly, constantly, like, reconfirming that, like, I don't know, that that was going to happen for me. So I guess I was a little upset um, about that situation, but I really needed that. I really needed that to happen. I needed to be humbled. I needed to be that excited for something, and I kind of needed to be knocked on my ass to be like, okay, girl, like, you're not the shit because sometimes I do feel like I am a little bit and that's not bad but if you act like too cocky or too good for someone that can be bad and I don't necessarily do that but there are times where I do be having just some crazy faces on my face when I feel like people are judging me so I don't know I feel like that situation definitely humbled me and I don't know kind of made me want to be more kind to other people I feel like it takes so much energy to sit here and be on your high horse and act like you're better than everyone else just because you have a pretty face like you could have the prettiest face in the world but if you're ugly on the inside like it does not matter how pretty you are on the outside. So I feel like that definitely kind of put me in check and kind of snapped me out of being fucking delusional and made me somehow come across this interview. And I'm so glad that I did because if you haven't watched it, definitely watch it. She makes a ton of great points for those of you who are healing or for those of you who are grieving or even anyone who kind of just wants to be mindful of their energy. There's so many amazing tips within that interview. Um, I highly, highly recommend it. And then kind of to pull back to our topic of, you know, being in your ego and that authentic love. There are ways, I'm quoting in the air, to become an authentic person. And that sounds very fake, like, what do you mean? How can you be authentic if you're following these tips to be authentic? So, air quotation marks, they're tips, but they're more so like guidelines or like things to be mindful of when, you're, when you want to or when you are ready to become that version of yourself and show that authentic love to somebody else. But it really is kind of just going back to what authentic love is so it's being intentional with your communication and that could mean just really taking the time to think before you speak so really putting meaning behind the words that you choose to use so even within that interview Lauren says that she chooses not to speak as much because she's very intentional with what she says and I think that's a lesson that all of us can take in is we don't always need to talk. We don't always need to share. We don't always need to tell people our plans. 
Because like I stated before, not everyone wants to see you win. And not only that, like sometimes when you talk too much, people don't listen. So when you are kind of more quiet and reserved and when you do talk and you hold that presence, you're going to be able to kind of command a room because you don't, I don't know, like you'll be able to... Another one of the tips is choosing to love your partner every day. So even on those bad days, as simple as that sounds, just choosing to have that love for your partner on bad days, on sick days, on off days, on happy days and good days, just waking up every day and choosing to love your partner. Um, something else that's super important that all relationships, I think, could benefit from is setting clear boundaries within your relationship and just having that open line of communication as far as your boundaries and, you know, things that you guys are okay with and that you're not okay with. And I think that ties into the next one, which is just being transparent, you know, being 100% honest because this is your partner. You want to have that open line of communication because without that, then, you know, communication is key in a relationship. So if you're not having that open communication, it's going to be really hard to maintain a healthy relationship. Um, another huge one that I have actually been learning a lot more about recently is learning each other's love languages. So love languages, um, let me see if I can list them off the top of my head. It is quality time, acts of service, gift giving, physical touch, and words of confirmation, I want to say is the five. Um, love languages but just understanding how your partner feels love as well as expressing to your partner how you feel love and then also understanding or talking about how you show love like for me I show my love by gift giving I love to do baskets and do presents and spend money on the people that I love um, and that's also how I feel love. And it's not even necessarily about the gift. And I think that's where that kind of negative aspect comes about when you're talking about that being your love language. But it could be something as simple as a candy bar that you saw in the store that you bought because you knew it was my favorite. Like it could be something as simple as that. So understanding your partner's love language and also making sure that you guys both know how you express that love. Because say, for example, if I express my love by giving gifts, but my partner feels love by spending time, they might not appreciate the gifts that I'm giving because I'm spending so much time going out to buy them or I'm working or something where they would much rather have me spend that time that I would have spent buying a gift, hanging out with them and watching a movie. So it's just really understanding how you guys both feel seen and heard within that relationship. Um, something else that is also such a huge thing that I've definitely been working on because I have fallen victim of this myself, but don't let the relationship be your only source of happiness don't let that relationship dictate your mood on a daily basis 
So you should be able to do things by yourself that still make you happy outside of your relationship because it's so easy to get lost within your relationship. And I know I've done it. I have friends that have done it. We all kind of go MIA sometimes when we get in a relationship. And just making sure that you still keep your individuality within your relationship and making sure that you're still doing stuff for yourself that makes you happy outside of that relationship. Um, another huge one is not to avoid the problems within the relationship. Making sure, again, it kind of ties back to having that open communication. If there is problems that you guys just talk about it and talk it out. Um, that's just, you know, being authentic is being 100% honest. If there is a problem, it's never going to be resolved if you guys don't talk about it. Um, and I think that also ties into taking responsibilities for your actions. So if there is problems and you are the problem and that might be, you know, if you're in your ego and you're starting to project your insecurities onto your partner, you're starting to want to control them. And sometimes you don't even realize that being in your ego can be a negative thing because the way that Lauren had described it, I've seen girls do that. I've done that and it could be something like, it doesn't always have to be negative. Um, for example, it could be like she used Nip, uh, Nipsey, for example, and she had said like, she just thought he was supposed to be with her forever and she just, you know, he was only hers and, you know, X, Y, and Z. And she, she didn't state necessarily that she wanted to control him, but she was like possessive over him, like that, that was her person, that was her human. So then when he had passed, she had thought, you know, why would you take him from me? And then she had even come, came back and not contradicted herself, but, you know, started to think, you know, why not me? You know, what's so special about her? Like, why wouldn't God take him away? You know, what's special about her to keep God from doing that to her? So I think really just making sure you have that other thing that makes you happy. So God forbid if something tragic like that happens, your world doesn't crumble. And also it is, you know, you staying true to yourself, you still being you and your partner, if they are, you know, if it is pure love and they're loving you authentically, is going to love you when you are the truest version of yourself. Um, and the last two things that I think are the most, I said that about everything on the list, this whole list is important, but... The last two things that are on the list is cherishing your partner as well as valuing your relationship. And I think that says enough in itself. I mean, you really do want to, if you love that person, and I mean like you really truly love that person, you do want to cherish them. You want to cherish every moment that you have with them because you don't know when that's the last time you're going to see that person again, if you're going to wake up to them, you don't know if you're ever going to speak to them again. You know, you do want to cherish your partner as well as the relationship as a whole. So everything that it's brought to your life, as well as everything that you have brought to your partner's life. Um, so those are the tips that I ended up 
taking down when it came to ways to kind of get into that authentic state so you can show that authentic and pure love to your partner. But yeah, with that being said, that was tonight's episode. I honestly want to do a part two a little bit later on. I really want to learn a lot more about this subject kind of in depth just so I can better explain it to you guys because it just seems super beneficial and I just find it really interesting and intriguing so if you guys want a part two a more in-depth video of this or sorry not video <laughs> podcast of this um definitely let me know because I'm gonna look into it outside of this regardless but if it's something that you guys like to listen to just let me know and I'd be more than happy to kind of go more in depth with it but thank you guys again for the patience with tonight's episode I really really appreciate it and I will talk to you guys next week I love you so much and thank you for tuning in again. You guys are amazing. I love you.